Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. Uh, it's a two-header again, um, but I'm back and Liam's not here with us tonight, but it's myself and Fraser. Hi, Fraser. How are you doing? Hello. All good. All good. Are you well? I am. I am. I didn't. I didn't. I, I was busy with work the last time, uh, which was the kind of the Liam Manning appointment pod. Um, I wasn't yeah. doing a Gary Lineker and, you know, um, <laughs> falling out with the uh, political leanings of the uh, Fence End podcast uh, uh, board of directors. Um, so oh, wow. no, there was nothing like that. It was are just you, you, work. Are you telling me you've got another job? I'm, I can't. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. Yeah, which you know sometimes gets in the way of talking about football, uh, <laughs> which is dreadful, really. Yeah. So yourself and Liam uh, kind of covered the appointment of uh, of Liam Manning. He was on the on the bench. I was going to say no, he wasn't on the bench. He was in the uh, in the in <laughs> the go if he wants. Box. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? He's young enough, isn't he? Our football yeah. manager's getting younger. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he was in the director's box because um, the appointment, I, which made sense. There's no point in coming in on a Friday afternoon and muddying the waters with the players about what the plan is for the for the mm. Saturday. Um, so he watched the derby game from the director's box. Um, another defeat, but a better performance. I thought much better. You know, Derby are a good side and we scored a couple of goals first. You know, we gave him a game, a right good go. Yeah. Um, but, but didn't win it. And then he was in charge for the game um, last weekend at Morecambe, which we drew one all another kind of conceding a, a late equaliser, mm. which was a bit frustrating. Um, but uh, what initial thoughts of, of kind of, now he's in the building and um, and kind of taken charge. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Um, I like his. Uh, I've been a big fan of his interviews so far. I mean, you shouldn't always do this, but you do naturally just do a comparison at first to the person who had the job before, because um, that's that's all you've got to go on, really. Um, and I, 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 as I said, as I'd said on this podcast, I grew very tired and jaded of Carl Robinson's interviews and I think Manning's is a completely different approach which I really like it's a lot a lot of the emotion is removed which I'm a big fan of um I think he's quite direct quite measured I don't know if anyone saw it but the, the club posted a video of him and a player meeting and it wasn't there for like five minutes it was a few hours it was there mm. and, then it, and then it disappeared <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know why that disappeared but um if you got a chance to see that it was really good, actually. It was mm. quite a decent insight. I understand why they took it down. Not it wasn't for any. It didn't say anything bad in it, but I think maybe some things they want to be kept between um, mm. manager and player. And um, Tim Walker pointed that out actually on on Twitter, and and was I guess was vindicated when it was removed. <laughs> um, but uh, hi Tim, hi Tim. Yeah, <laughs> um, get that one out of the way, nice and early. Yeah, yeah you, you can go. switch off now, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really like um, what I've seen of him so far. I like his approach. Um, I'm I'm not sure what I th- what I think about the the matter at hand, which is keeping us in League One. Um, I think there were some reservations when he first came in. That is this the right guy to do the immediate task? Mm. Um, he's obviously aware that some people think that because he's he has addressed it a couple of times now and said, you know, that the immediate aim is we need to be a League One club. Next season, as we all know, we've we we should have the playing staff to achieve that, um, and uh, it's 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 about getting there now. Um, and I think as as kind of worrying as it looks with with James Henry out, Matty Taylor unrecallable, um, unrecallable. Is that mm, a word? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah unrecallable. Um, 
there is something quite sort of nice in knowing, okay, these are the people who will need to achieve the the, the task. It's sort of a certain sense of clarity. No matter what you mm. think of their ability to do it, we do have a bit of clarity and, and we can see exactly what the task is now. There's 27 points to play for. We're going to have to try and get as many as possible. Um, and these are the players who are going to have to um, achieve it. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm very nervous about the the upcoming run-in of, of nine games. Um, but I'm you know, I think we can have a little bit of confidence as well about mm-hmm. it that we can uh, we can get ourselves out of out of this mess and hopefully yeah. put um consign this season, yeah, to yeah. the to the history books. What are your thoughts, I of Yeah, I, I mean the thing is we're not adrift. It's you know, Forest Green are, you know, seven points off Cambridge, who are second bottom, and they're what are they, thir- thirteen points from safety at the moment, Accrington. So they're gone. You know, we're not in their situation. No, no sorry, Forest Green, we're not in their situation. No, um it, it, it's it's in our own hands, you know. Mm. Um we we those last three games of the season are gonna be uh, quite nervous, I would imagine, you know, against yeah. teams at the bottom. But but it is in our own hands. Um, and and I think since the last three games, since um, since Robinson went, the, the Lincoln game, um, the Derby game and the Morecambe game, I think have seen a little bit of improvement. Um, you know, we, we, I thought we were a little bit unlucky at, at Lincoln with the, with the penalty um, against Derby. A good side, you know, they're in the playoff places, and you know we made a, a real game of it. A um, little bit unlucky, maybe, but you make your own luck. And then again, it's that it's that conceding towards the end of a game where we've been first half was was pretty decent, and and there's the same old failings though. We we don't look like we're going to score a lot of goals this season. Yeah, yeah, we got two against Derby, but it's that. Yeah, have have we got enough firepower to 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 win games? And it may only be that we need three wins. Three wins might be enough if they're against the right people. You know, if they are against you know um, Accrington at the end of the season, that might just be the one that gets us over the line. You know, uh, I agree with you. I, I've liked what I've heard from Liam Manning. Um, He's clearly, a, a, you know, somebody that that thinks a lot about the game. He's he's tactical. Um, there's there's a lot of data involved. You know, it, football is is very different to how it maybe was twenty five years ago when you know a manager would come in and just shout at players and throw teacups about. Now, you know, they're not going to respond to that. They will respond to a manager that's clearly taken time to look at where he feels the issues are. He, he said in his you know in his interviews. We're not a million miles away. I'm not going to change everything. There's there's no. not time to do that. It'll be just little bits here and there. Um, and maybe with this weekend, the game being postponed, he's between the, the Morecambe game and Peterborough next weekend. He's got two weeks to really get him, you know, drill into the players what he wants them to do. You know, that it might work for him. It might not, you know, by the time yeah. we play again, we could be in the relegation spots. Um but I think it gives him time to really kind of work with the players and, and get that the, his views and, and his thoughts on things into the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. And um, something I think I really liked from from one of his interviews, I, I think it was after the Morecambe game, he was asked by, by Nathan Cooper um, 
is it going to be a, a challenge to lift the players now? And I, I just love that he immediately came back with, I think the players need to lift themselves to a certain extent. And mm. I, I really like that. I mean, look, it's not um, absolving yourself of responsibility. It's recognising that, yes, I'm the person in charge here, but looking across the squad man for man, this squad has failed this season. It, yeah. it should not be anywhere near this position. Now, I totally supported the dismissal of Carl Robinson. I think we had to make that move. I think it was the right time for the club for all the reasons we talked about. We've we talked about for hours on this podcast, but um, so I'm not saying it's you know it was never his fault, but th- this this group of players has seriously underperformed this season, and to a certain extent, they 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 do have to dig themselves out of this. Um, it's not just a case of well they'll get another club next season. A relegation looks bad on mm. players as well. Liam Manning can kind of almost say to players, well, it doesn't look bad on me if this club gets that at the end of the season. I've come in with, you know, it's, this mm. is on you guys. You need to fix this. And then, you know, I'll help you as absolutely as much as I can and guide you and, and all this, that and the other. But I, I, I like that approach that, yeah, it's saying to the players, look, yeah, I'm, I'm the person in charge here, but also you have a responsibility here to to get yourselves out of the mess that we've gotten into. Mm. You look, the Morecambe game was was gutting. I mean, it, obviously it was. It was really gutting because it was really well set up for a great start. You know, you thought if you can get the win there, okay, it doesn't change the fact we're, we're about to play Peterborough and Sheffield Wednesday, but a win breeds so much confidence. Um, and it, yeah, it was gutting, especially, was it on 87 minutes that goal went in? Minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, it was a, a real kick. And, and the, um, the, the the watching it back um i hadn't realized this until i was listening to another podcast but morecambe had a really big penalty shout that got turned down mm, yeah the, the, the uh i think that was a stone wall penalty there mm. was no attempt on the ball at all um he just tripped him up and yeah I, we got away with that <laughs> that's just the long and short yeah. of it we got away with that one because that just would have been i mean not just to lose the point but that would have been so damaging, I mm. think, mentally to to have lost that game. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it would have put Morecambe above us, um, but you know that that didn't happen. So let's you don't need to dwell <laughs> on that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it would have it would have put them uh, level, right? They'd have beaten okay. us, but wow. uh, behind us on on goal difference. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, you're right. It, it's kept that you know kept that gap at at three points rather than no points um, yeah. and and the game in hand that we've got on them now um, yeah. might be important. Yeah, and it's it's just about finding that win, isn't it? And you and I both know it's going to come against someone like Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you should say that. I, I, I remember sort of before we played them, um, just having a look back and, and chatting. I think I, I went on one of their, yeah, I went on, on a podcast with them, uh, with, with the Sheffield oh, Wednesday. Yeah, remember, and yeah. and they they look at us as a bit of a bogey team for them. They've not beaten us since like the 1990s. It, it, there's a oh, real, right. certainly in the league. We, I know we went up there in the, in the league cup a, a few years ago um, yeah. and they beat us, but they've not beaten us in the league since, yeah, since like the nineties. And you're absolutely right. I mean, we we should have beaten them at their place, um, yeah. you know, that week before Christmas. And and there was the penalty miss. There was the James Henry shot over the bar from six yards out. Uh, you know, yeah. we could have easily won that game. Um, and that, and yeah. I think you could be right. It, it, it might just be that the game at our place against them, where we kind of, the players will look at it 
or maybe the fans will look at it as a bit of a well you know we're going to get beat here so it's if yeah. we do lose it there might be that little bit of pressure off the players because they're yeah. not expected to win and and maybe it is, maybe it is maybe that's the you know the turning point against the really good side who are you know doing well at the top of the table um that you know that you kind of look at and go okay yeah they've been, they've been doing really well but then they drew with Bolton and then lost to Barnsley and and mm. maybe they're just hitting a little bit of a oh bit of a wobble and yeah. and it it suits us perfectly it's that We've got to get wins from somewhere, absolutely. Um, sooner we start, the better. Yeah, Peterborough are our run as well. Mm. They've got the top scorer yeah. in the division as well in that uh, side. Yeah. Why is it bloody Peterborough finding goal scorers? I know. Yeah. They always seem to have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've done very well there. But then, yeah. you know, they lost 3-0 at home to uh, to Cheltenham not that long ago, earlier in the month. So it's, you know, they're, 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 nobody can guarantee any result, but it would be very Oxford, wouldn't it? Yeah, to, like you it say, really to come would. up against Sheffield Wednesday and 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 beat them. It really. Would. I always remember. I don't. Maybe this is even ten years ago or something. It was. It was a League Two season. We were on a really crap run, and I think coming up in the fixtures were first and second, who were Chesterfield and Port Vale. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we either beat both of them or beat one and drew with the other, and it was just ridiculous. It's like, well, how the hell on earth has that happened? <laughs> um, so you know these. These things can happen, and nobody's going to be expecting us to beat Peterborough or Sheffield Wednesday. In fact, I think the mm. next six are a little bit difficult, aren't they? They are. Yeah, so we've got um, Peterborough, Sheffield Wednesday, Port Vale, Bolton, Pompey, Barnsley. Now, with all the respect in the world to Port Vale, that is the one that will kind of eye up and go, well, that's one we've got to look to do something. Mm. Um, you know, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be you know cocky about it, but we've got to take anything we can possibly get. And that's the the team that stands out as, as lowest down the table of the ones, ones I've just read out. Mm. Um, but the immediate two. Yeah. So Peterborough and Sheffield Wednesday, um, they obviously they have losses written all over them and it would be very worrying if we got to the 7th of April, still on 37 points um, because you would have to feel that at that point, we probably would be in the bottom four if we don't win yeah. either. And then we have to find a way out of it. But that's when, you know, we've got the Vale game. And honestly, the thought of this going to those last three games actually makes me feel ill. Um, it's Cheltenham, um, who will will probably be safe. I think they're six points above us at the moment. Mm. So they'll probably be okay by then. Forest Green will be gone. Yeah. Um, and but relegated teams do very funny things. <laughs> um and uh and then yes, that last game of the season, Accrington Stanley. I mean, it's at home, it's not at mm. the bloody Wham Stadium where I, I just I would write it off already. I don't really want to think about it, but um it's it's at the Kassam. They're currently 21st, so they're two points behind us. Obviously, that game is nine games away. So well, there's eight games between now and then. Um, so a lot can happen. Um Hopefully it means nothing to either side. That would um, that would be nice. That, that would, would be, be lovely. Nice. I mean, I've seen people, some people sort of in a way relishing that game. Mm. I want it to be, I want it to mean nothing. I want yeah. it to be boring and rubbish. <laughs> I'm sorry if, if a relegation potential survival game would sell the stadium out, mm. make more money for the club. 
Yeah, let's see what League Two makes you compared to League One. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah, one match with <laughs> with three or four thousand extra fans against oh, a season God. of it. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you're absolutely right. It is where it, you know that that whole kind of Accrington, you know, us replacing them, them replacing us. You know, when we joined the Football League and then got relegated, there's that kind of uh, you know shared history there that you just kind of think, ooh, ooh, yeah, that's one of those horrible. Horrible things that's going to be written about again and 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 all brought up. It's funny, you you know, you mentioned those those um, those runs, and I think it was a, a week or two ago was was an anniversary of the Swindon game, uh, the beat where Bino got sent off at our oh, place, yeah. and we won the game. And you know that was Swindon had been on a ridiculous run of of form. I think they won twelve on the trot, or they'd certainly unbeaten in twelve or something like that. And we were a bit patchy, and then. Obviously, Bino gets sent off very early on in the game, and and we came through that, you know, on, on a big occasion that just sort of worked for us. Um, yeah. So yeah, that could be. Yeah, is that the is that the, the, the you know an omen to look back on a positive omen to look back on? Um, Bless yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was something about conceding that goal at Morecambe that was just such a, a, a hammer blow to. Yeah, to 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 the way that I was kind of looking at it, um, uh, but you know that's it's done. We just have to get on with mm. it. We've got yeah. two games coming up, two big games, um, and just gonna have to do what we can. I don't know what else there is to say about it, really. No, I think um, yeah, you trust in the process that he's put in place. Trust, yeah. um, trust in the players. They, it, yeah, it's good like to you say, see... they've got to they've got to react. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's good to see Oyson Smith um, sort of, you know breaking into the team and yeah. kind of with a, a sense of where on earth has this guy been? He's he's mm. looking pretty decent. Um, I don't think we're going to see Henry again before the end of the season, are we? Have they no, it doesn't seem it? like it with a hamstring. It's, yeah, yeah unlikely. Um, and then, you know, see, I, I think it's, it's a, I get we're in a, in a situation, but it does seem a touch unfair on Gatlin O'Donker that he's, mm. I mean, is he 19? Yeah. Something 18, like that. 18, 19. 19. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if he can, you know, if he can, if he can make an impact. But it's a big ask mm. um, um, for him. And again, just I know Yannick Wildshut set up the goal for for Morecambe, but just still, him and Josh Murphy just feel quite disappointed with yeah. what they've done so far this year. They've not really there was such a billing for these guys, and we've not really ever seen it, have we? we we've no, seen flashes no. of it. You're right. He showed, you know, with the cross for the goal on on Saturday against Morecambe, he showed what he is capable of. Yeah, that, he did. We, yeah. We've been crying out for that, you know, fantastic ball into you know edge of the six yard box for for somebody coming in and you know in this case Marcus Brown, who's not scored for a while. You know, it's good for him to yeah. get get a goal. And I thought he, you know, it, it it he was fouled very early on in the game at Morecambe. The fella against them, the left back, got a yellow card, and then we didn't kind of exploit that it, at that point you think okay we're really you know put mm. pressure on the fullback either yeah. he's gonna have to let you go uh you know rather than foul you for risking a red card that early on in the game but we, we kind yeah. of didn't exploit that but yeah Wiltshire fantastic cross for the for the goal but didn't really do a great deal else other no. than that and it's you know it, it, yeah you, you're right there was a big fanfare there was you know the talk of them and Carl Robinson talked about how much money they'd both been kind of, you know, in transfer fees not that long ago. But there's a reason they're in Division Three, you know, in a Division Three team rather than Championship yeah. or Premier League because they they've not not performed. 
not performed yeah, no, at all completely. So. And you mentioned Marcus Brown there. It was really it's, he he's. He's, he improved in the derby game, didn't he? Mm. He seems to imp- improve again at, at Morecambe, you know, with the goal. Mm. And I, I don't know, perhaps he, he works better with Manning. I know they've got, is it West Ham's academy? Yeah, yeah. He came, th- he was, uh, yeah, Manning worked at the at the academy at West Ham. Um, and obviously when Marcus Brown was there, you know, they might have had a really fantastic relationship there. Um, yeah. and, and that might be something that we, you know, that that works in our favour and, and Marcus Brown shows us in these remaining games what he really is capable of. Because on, yeah. on his day, he's a fantastic footballer. Uh, we haven't yeah. seen enough of that. And this is this is the madness of the whole thing. Our squad, Marcus Brown, Yannick Wiltshire, Josh Murphy, mm. you know, Cameron Brannigan, the talent we've got in this squad... Yeah, I know. I know. Keep going on about that, but, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not saying we're too good to go down. I really no, don't no. mean that. I just no. mean, it, it, I just find it astonishing that we're even in this situation. Mm. And I know teams have bad runs, but you know, eleven games, two points. What oh, earth mm. has gone on there? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's where we are. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, we'll we'll, we'll move on from from a from a, a kind of a, a team that's that's at the wrong end of the table and and looking at. Uh, possible relegation but we'll we'll hope that isn't the case um and and look at uh the women's team who are doing fantastically well um they are two points behind Ipswich who were top Ipswich top of the table two points ahead but Ipswich had played two games more so um I went and I watched the the MK Dons game um in the week last week and it's it's just a, a kind of a, a ruthless efficiency to the team. That yeah. that makes it sound like they don't play good football. They do. They they are, but they're absolutely right. We we continue to play regardless of what the opposition are doing. However, you know, we we have a, a way that we're going to play and, and we'll stick to it. And it's 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 fantastic to watch. They they play some fantastic football. Um beat MK 4-1. Um and I've got Plymouth this weekend who unlike the men's team aren't doing very well um so that that's a real opportunity to you know to narrow the gap at the top to Ipswich um and 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 <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it's the women's team that are going to be playing in the championship in the new stadium mm. um rather than the men's team you could well be right <laughs> i hadn't i hadn't realized until recently that um in in the women's setup even if they win the league that mm. goes to a playoff final. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it just seems but, a bit unfair, doesn't it? You think at least yeah. one team goes up, but one up, you know, one up from each of the North and South divisions, but no, yeah, there's a, there's a playoff with, uh, with a team from, from the North, uh, division who at the moment it's, it's Nottingham Forest, uh, top, but Burnley a second with a game in hand, uh, only a point, and Wolverhampton, Derby. So there's you know, some big clubs um, up there in the North Division. Same same as down here, you know, we're, we're up against Ipswich, Portsmouth, Watford um, at the top of the table. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It, it's that one, yeah, one team up from a, from a playoff between the, 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 the two division winners. Yeah. And we should give a shout out to Carly Johns as well, who... Um, Scored her 18th and 19th goals of the season, mm. but they're also a 50th and 51st uh, for the club. So yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, all going very well. Mm. It is, it is indeed. Um, so yeah, so Sunday uh, they're at home at uh, Court Place Farm, Oxford City's ground, uh, like I say against Plymouth. So one o'clock kickoff. Um, yeah, well worth 
no game this weekend. So if you get your jobs out of the way on Saturday that you'd normally do on a Sunday because you're at the men's games on a Saturday, yeah. we haven't got a game. So get yeah, get the jobs done and then uh, down at Court Place Farm and and uh, get your Oxford United fix uh, on That's Sunday. A, I think it's a fiver, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and you can you know if 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 the uh, if you like a beer watching the football, you can do that. You haven't got to be uh, yeah. Like yeah. You know, so it's it's well worth well worth a trip down. It's a it's a good stadium, nice yeah. nice facilities. You know the coffee, the tea's pretty good down there as well. Not as good as the Sam, but it's good. Yeah. So uh, good luck there. Um, talking about the the uh, the potential of playing in the new stadium. Um, sort of bit of good news um, earlier this week with the. If it was a memorandum of understanding or a heads of terms, it was some you know basically an, an agreement that um you know things would progress with between the council and the club um towards agreeing the the kind of the financial side of it and the lease and and all those sort of agreements and also the club um putting out a um sort of consultation document asking people what their thoughts are what they'd like um it, obviously early stages at the moment um but um i think it, it shows that progress is being made they're looking at potentially um i'm trying to think whether it was july might be the earliest or was it august and then potentially think, yeah, it might be november might yeah. be potentially the latest but we're looking at you know sort of late summer into the autumn yeah. for a decision on you know potentially on planning and and you know really really going forward with the with the new stadium yeah no it it, it sounded very positive this week um and yeah it the um the questionnaire, I did the questionnaire and, and you know, just answering those questions was maybe quite excited. I, was, mm. I thought, oh, this looks brilliant already. And yeah. Just being asked certain things, the things about, you know, would you favour a fan zone outside the stadium? I was mm. oh, this, please, can this happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it does all sound very positive. And, and um, yeah, you know, it's July's going to be here before you know it. Mm. And we'll... Um, and yeah, I know that was the earliest they said they could do, but you know, hopefully it's it's in that window somewhere, and hopefully we can we can jump another hurdle on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, isn't it? This time two months ago, I think it was, it was you'd forgot we even had a football team. It was all about mm. that yeah. stadium meeting, which I think was the twenty third of January. Um, and, yeah, uh, something like that, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Two months go by, and it's all about the team. And <laughs> it doesn't really matter where we play. No. No, you're right. It, it it's. That yeah, that questionnaire it was a bit odd, wasn't it? Because it was like, would you like to sit in the the north, the, yeah. the east, the west, or the south? That what there's and, four. We got four. I Why? know, it's mad, isn't it? And you, you know, know what was confusing me was that when it said things like, uh, "Would you sit in the east stand here?" I was thinking of our east stand now, but yeah. that's not the east stand. No, where that yeah, it's a different. Oh right, yeah, of yeah. course. So um, yeah, it's hard to get yeah. your mind out of. Out of things like that. It's funny the things that I've always thought that it's funny the things that stay beyond when they're actually called something as well. So yeah. like for how long behind the goal was called the Oxford Mail stand? No. Yeah. And they actually apparently they stopped sponsoring it, I think it was 2008. Was it? But it, it was a good <laughs> 10 years after that, it was still being called that. I mean, that that's is a good brand stroke that sponsor. is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You're not paying for you paid for about two years and yeah. then yeah, just just keep it. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's all sort of, you know positive stuff um yeah. around the around the club beyond the beyond the men's first team really yeah. you know we've, we've said that before you know and i think that shows 
you know, there, there was a, a bit of a, and I, I, I'm still seeing it, you know, a bit of a, 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 um, a criticism of the board that they took too long to, to get rid of, um, mm. of Robinson. Um, there's an argument. Yeah, perhaps they did, but, but, but equally they, you know, they're, they're making the right decisions elsewhere within the club. Mm. You, you kind of get the feeling, okay, well, the men's first team is that important thing, but, because for 80, 90% of the fans, that's all they really worried about, which is understandable. You know, that is the, you know, that's the, the kind of the, 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 uh, the, the big thing for most people. So you do want to get that right, but, but that's not, you know, to ignore the rest of it is a, is a bit unfair that, you know, there, there are a lot of good things going on around the club. Yeah. Do you know? And as well, I think, um, I know we've talked about it and a, a little bit, and we literally are a podcast. That's what we do talk about about potential <laughs> things and all this, that, and the other. But I think if 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 the end of the season ends in the disastrous way that none of us want it to, we can have the biggest forensic analysis for hours. We can do mm. that. Then we can go through exactly where the hell this has gone wrong, and what should have happened at what point. We can do all of that. But for the next nine games. I think we've got to basically be, you know, desperately try to not allow that to happen. And even if even if we we stay up, which you know we're still in our control, we're still in in control of that at the moment. We can still go through. You know, look, we the decision making was a little bit slow there. Whatever we can talk about all of that, but it kind of feels like for the next nine games, let's just smash the drum as loud as we can, mm. and you know try and find a way to stay in this division because it's it is still in our hands we can still definitely do it yes it's a hard fixture list immediate fixture list there was someone who was on um after the game or wasn't at the game who was was referencing the arsenal game which just takes an effort to remember now but mm. i mean that was about two and a half months ago yeah. wasn't that long ago where we seriously held our own for 60 minutes and that mm. was the same group of players yeah <laughs> you know um, yeah well, that's it, maybe where those big games that are coming up. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. the home games, you know, yeah, yeah, we go to Barnsley, but we've also got, you know, MK, uh, sorry, MK, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Portsmouth, Bolton at home. Yeah. Big games, big clubs, they'll bring a big following. That maybe that is what these players need. They need that big game to lift them. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look back at um, the, the most recent game we scored a few goals in, was against Derby County. You mm. know, it was against yeah. a better side where we found goals. Mm. Um, maybe that's our thing. Maybe we, we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, we actually love. I know we still lost and we lost to Plymouth, but we scored in the Plymouth game as well. <laughs> yeah, we, so we played better. Yeah, I think Definitely. we went ahead in the Plymouth game and the Derby game as well, didn't we? I think we were think winning we in both. Yeah. Well, certainly yeah. in Derby we scored first. Sam Long scored yeah. that header, but we shall see. Mm. Um, something I was going to mention, people who listen to this probably think I get royalties for this because I've mentioned it twice now, but I'm only going to mention it again now because I had to really rush it the last time because, right, this is this is podcast admin, but mm. we we were, had a time limit on the recording, blah, 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 blah. But this one, we don't quite have one. So I can just say, uh, talk about it for a little bit longer. Um, it, last November... James Constable did a podcast, right, that I somehow completely missed. I don't know if anyone else did, but I did. And if you, even if you didn't miss it, you just you just didn't listen to it. I cannot advise it enough. It is brilliant. It's mm. six episodes. They're each an hour long, or about 45 to 50 minutes. And they're just fantastic. And it's just him talking about 
different parts of when he was it's all it's all Oxford United well the first one is about his build up to coming here mm. and then the rest of it is is Oxford um and he's just brilliant he 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 if if you were a fan then it takes you back to memories you'd sort of forgotten about um he really goes through a lot of things he didn't know about some of the things he had to put up with that I didn't know about and I thought god that's that's mm. not great um there was some mad thing about when we got promoted from um the conference I think there's an agreement in players' contracts. If you go up, the money goes up automatically. Uh, for some reason, we couldn't do that with him, and he had to wait a year to get paid the difference, and he had to agree to that, and he did. Yeah. Um, so just, just, and there's loads of examples like that that you listen and go, oh, I didn't know that went on. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting listen, and mm. um, he talks about that that Swindon game, both of them. He talks about there's a whole episode on the Swindon transfer that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and the playoff final, and you know, all just really good memories. That mm. if you want a little sort of um, nostalgia trip, it's it's a really good listen. I can't recommend it enough. If you've got a long car journey to do or something, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, listen, to that. it's I, called the James Constable Podcast. I was, gonna, I, I, I was not lucky enough to meet him when he played for us. I, I've kind of met him a couple of times since, and he's the nicest bloke you could ever yeah. wish to meet. You know, he really he, is. He, yeah, just a genuinely decent fella um and yeah i think that came across in how he played you know it was it was wholehearted he gave everything you know and and you you knew how much we meant to him and like i say that that swindon kind of transfer saga um you know yeah he he was never wanted to go it was you know absolutely nothing to do with him and yeah yeah, you're right it's yeah i i I believe i've not listened to either but people i've seen who have listened to have said how good it is and yeah yeah, Yeah, it's great well worth a listen well and i think there's something about players who when they um the players who who associate your club as their favorite club Mm. You just feel a really sort of good connection to them. I listened to yeah. there was that other podcast that I think they did over lockdown called Behind the Badge. I think the guy mm-hmm. in the Oxford Mail did it. Yeah. Um, and they did one with Johnny Mullins, and that was a really good listen as well. And he he sort of calls Oxford his his home, like his throughout his career, that was the club he would mm. he would call home. And he tells, yeah, that, that's another really good one as well. He tells really good stories about Obviously, listen to our podcast first, right, Tim? Mm. Don't go listen to other ones before. <laughs> don't jump around to others before you hear this one. But um, yeah, that's a, that's a very good one as well. Mm. It tells a lot of good stories about that that time at the club. Yeah, so, yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, worth a listen, worth a listen. Yeah. Um. So, hi Tim. We've done that. I'm just yeah, trying to think if there's any housekeeping. Hi to everyone else who who is listening. Um, yeah. and, and out there. Anyway, well, um, yep. Yeah. We'll we'll hopefully be back. Um, well, we've kind of previewed the the Peterborough game, so we'll be back after the Peterborough game um, to uh, to see where we are then and uh, what's uh, what the thoughts are for the rest of the uh, the running. Um, but until then, um, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.